0: <clears throat> check check check.
1: Felt weird saying that, but I guess it's the same thing. I'm like, thank you, guy. Like,
0: <laughs> I get that. Uh, I get that a lot. Where it's like,
1: you're like, oh, like
0: that guy over there. Like,
1: not you, guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's just like a. I mean, it's
1: um, funny. I know Guyver, and I love that show. So that's awesome. dude. Not many people know that. So.
0: No, and that that's the that's the thing that I get the most is when when I tell people my name, they instantly refer to Guy because it's easier to remember. Yeah. But the people who know the show mm-hmm. are like, wait, like Guy for Guyver? Yes, yes. And I'm like, yep. yes.
1: Like the late 80s, fucking 90s shiz. Yeah.
0: Do you mind pulling the mic just a little bit closer to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
1: <clears throat> hello, hello. Mm. Check, check. Mwah. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, um, let me just double check. So this oh. is yours. This is mine. Okay. So... Welcome everybody to the Guycast. We have a, another exciting episode here. We're currently again outside for safety reasons, you know, trying to be socially distant and respectful. Uh, but we do have a special guest here today—a uh, guest that I honestly just recently found out about, which is awesome because it's the quickest turnaround of like I just heard your stuff. Now we're talking, which is really cool. <laughs> um, but just a just a heads up—we are we are in the the desert during the winter, so there's a, a little bit of wind. But last time we did it. They didn't really uh, pick it up too much, but we have Skull Kid up nice in the... Nice to
1: meet you. Hello. Hello, everyone.
0: <laughs> um We obviously ran into each other because we just interviewed Lil Grim Killen, and yeah. like you mentioned before we started recording, you guys have known each other for what, 10 plus years.
1: Yeah. It's literally going on 10 years, pretty much. <laughs> That's awesome. It makes me feel very old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you start to hit those milestones. You're like, oh shit, that was... 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like I
1: was in a small band in a garage playing with him. So
0: (laughs) yeah, he talked a little bit about uh, the first time that he kind of, that you kind of convinced him to rap and stuff like that. Oh, Yeah. Uh, What was the band that you were in back in the day? Um,
1: Oh, oh man. Okay. So the first band I ever joined was with Brandon and uh, it was in, I think freshman year of high school and it was called Abigail. Okay. Like a basic girl X name. You yeah. Know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, we played exactly what you would think. It's just post hardcore attack attack like old shit like that. A
0: lot of a lot of Crabcore of keys and, shit. and skipping and shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, dude. That's that. You literally just described my first band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first band. It, or, I remember the name. It was called a Fate called Chaos. Oh, damn. So, you know. So you know. It nice was, name. Nice. Was fucking name. serious. Uh, got it from my older brother. And um, I, I'd never sang, never done anything before, never played any keyboards. But I got a keyboard for Christmas, yeah. And so because of that, and I loved fucking hardcore. I'm <laughs> like, I think I could be like a vocalist, you <laughs> okay. know? just like going Speaking off of the keyboards.
1: Used, uh, used. Shout out to Chicho Malo. Chicho uh, he's Malo. also. A- a friend of mine and he makes dope music, but oh, shout out. he used to be our keyboardist. Oh, cool. So we also know him
0: from a long time ago and he's still in your guys. Scene? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he cool. uh,
1: makes the same kind of music. He's in a sorrow circle. If okay. you've seen any of us going around, but he literally was a keyboardist and he used to skip and scream and do all that fun shit. That's so. awesome, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of, uh, I think a lot of these common grounds that I've been finding with, with the alternative artist side, cause there's a lot of, you know, traditional hip hop kids out there and oh yeah you can just see it but a lot of the you know the scenes and genres and shows that i've been kind of mingling with as of late because i just started my own alt band and uh i I went from straight hip hop to like now in like punk shows and pop punk shows and 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 things like that uh the just the old school hardcore kids are all now just rapping yeah like that's just a good decent chunk like at least 50 percent of my Immediate yeah. acquaintances and, and and friends within the scene—they're all just old hardcore kids.
1: Yeah, I honestly feel that because I feel that obviously, like artists like Little Peep and everyone introduced like just emotional rap and stuff mm-hmm. into it, and it's like I feel like hardcore kids were always emotional, even though they never put off, you know. Yeah, their it lyrics was more really lyrical. Hit hard. It was more lyrical than yes. on your
0: like, like Peep and you know all the people who who are are alongside him. Mm-hmm. They kind of made being emotional like a surface thing you can wear it on your sleeve exactly you can literally wear broken hearts yeah and like that was kind of like the that's still the aesthetic Mm -hmm. you know like we're we're not just talking about it we're fucking showing it yeah looking like it like we're Uh, living this
1: right now
0: (laughs) yeah it's become more uh from what i've seen more of a literal like a lifestyle Mm -hmm. you're not just like like I'm not just like an alternative rapper or just an emo kid. It's like no, these are the, the these are the feelings and emotions that I carry with me daily, and yeah. now now I have a way to express it lyrically yeah. and aesthetically, and that's that's a huge huge chunk of uh, the the kids that I've been listening to the most lately yeah. have been interested in because you are among uh, the the echelon. You you're writing songs that I feel like not that I could have written, but that I would have want to have written yeah you know what i'm saying it's like it's <laughs> well, like the love you. letter that you've never wrote <laughs> yeah you know and so mm-hmm. when i hear those songs it 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 just brings me back to like 15 and like vulnerable and you're just like damn dude like thank you i wish i had this song i wish i could have shown this song yes to yeah. those people then yeah. and that's kind of like i, I call it like blink 182ing like mm-hmm. we're not in high school but mm-hmm. we still are suffering from exactly. the effects and yeah. the events that <laughs> happened in high school so now i'm just talking about it and i can cohesively and Kind of cognitively t- put put it out there on pen and yeah. paper, but mm. when you went from being in like hardcore bands and stuff like that, what made you pivot and like transition into the hip hop scene?
1: Oh man, that's a good question. I've <laughs> I've never been asked that. Um, honestly, what made me change the way that I made music? So I've always made music. It's just been guitar beats, whatever you you, you could say anything. Um, it's basically just like the falling out with bands. Mm. It's like they never really wanted my vision to be a part of it because I I always joined bands. I never created them. You know what I mean? So I was never there when they first started the founding. Yeah. Like you you never got to name the band. Yes. And I wasn't really a big part in the the start of it. So it's like, I feel like bands in general don't know how to work together when they're younger. And I feel like that's why a lot of older bands are really making it now because they stick together. They don't have drama and it's a whole bunch of other stuff, but
0: (laughs) yeah I, I can see that i uh i started out in bands and i made my way into it, it got to a point where especially this is just my own experience mm-hmm. i wasn't bringing enough to the table you know i was right i really feel that and i had great lyrics i felt and mm-hmm. a stage presence yeah that was never lacking yeah but i didn't play an instrument mm-hmm. you know like i didn't know how to book a show i, yeah. I wasn't bringing anything other than like I'm I'm drinking your guys's beer and, yeah. and fucking writing yeah. writing you know poems. Yeah, but I have seen w- with, with within recent years when I've tried to work with other artists, not even as a band, not even like hey we're a band, just mm-hmm. three creative people. Yeah. in the same room, it's so fucking difficult, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone's trying to like overtalk, but not even like out of like disrespect. It's just we are creatives and we are. I think mm-hmm. we are very solo solo artist in a hive mind like we all yeah. think kind of similar yeah. but we think as of ourselves as ourselves we're all our own main character yeah. and it's hard when you have three main characters <laughs> trying to be the main character yes exactly you know yeah so that's what i think some of those bands they do they find out the balance they're like hey yes. dude, like we have a yes. front man yeah he's the guy he's the one that likes to talk a lot he's the one that is easy in interviews but we don't need to take that as a lesser of mm-hmm. the two like just because he's the front man doesn't mean that we aren't as a part of this band, yeah exactly if not as important yeah so I, that's hard to learn i as definitely a kid. feel
1: that stage presence wasn't a problem like everyone shined in that form but behind the scenes it was just kind of like what's up with this you know yeah. but i can say so much better than the bad things that's happened to me in bands so mm-hmm. i can't really complain. So yeah, i think it's it's a good I have a thing. lot of good memories and a lot of friends that i still talk to. So
0: <laughs> When when you had uh when you had started making music before, you know, the metal scene, did you play band in as a kid or Um Where did yeah. music come from for you?
1: Basically uh, my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um early on in my age like i started playing guitar. So i played guitar when i was like maybe 7. And really? then it's funny because my first guitar was one of those first act ones, and I had the uh, the little speaker in the middle, mm. and you just click it on. Okay, I went from that to having a signed freaking uh, it's a guitar from the the lead guitarist from um Fallout Boy. What? Yeah, I had his signature guitar with a signature on it.
0: Oh wow! And I That's still awesome. have that guitar. It's how at did, Little
1: Grimm's House. How did you get that, dude? <laughs> uh, my dad actually bought it. He went to one of their shows, didn't really know them, and he was just like, dude, that's a dope guitar. is a solid gloss black, and it had a gold frame on it. And it was super nice. It looked like a Les Paul, but it was just modernized, you know, for like 2007 era. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And that's like the fucking peak of Fallout Boy, too. Yeah. Dude, that's huge. Yeah. It came in a box
1: of like the guitarist's face and all this shit, and he signed it, and I was like, dude, dad, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And my dad makes black metal, so I'm like, where did you find
0: this shit? Like <laughs> why were you at a fallout yes, concert? Yeah, concert? But to their credit, they used to be pretty hard like when they first started. Oh yeah. They were that, screaming yeah. and shit. You yeah, know, like they were exactly. doing fucking basement hardcore shows. Yeah. Um and what's what's dope is Andy, the drummer, is in like five of some of the best metal mm. bands of all time yeah like yeah. he's a fucking murderer <laughs> I know. on the drums dude. yeah and you wouldn't look you wouldn't really see it from just looking at his face or especially from the fucking sugar we're going down music video y- oh yeah yeah <laughs> you would never think like that dude is a fucking monster but yeah so you started uh playing guitar and stuff early on um when was like your first band band
1: band band like mm. performing and everything yeah uh, like
0: actually doing shows and stuff ooh. outside the garage.
1: Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, I got monster burps. <clears throat> Honestly, uh, I got to say Crisis and Victory.
0: Okay.
1: And they were pretty big. They're locally known, you know. And uh they were just playing that gent shit and I just got into that. <laughs> it's good. It's yeah. really
0: fucking it's ca- it's catchy for the for the heavy. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the best way to just And when it. it
1: was first going like maybe 2015, like 1415, that's like when it was like at its peak kind of mm-hmm. like I feel like I joined that band in, like, the right time. Because, like, we ended up playing, like, Vans Warped Tour. And that was from, like, people voting for us and stuff. And oh, just, okay. I was like, whoa, this is dope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Damn. So, it was That's crazy. Awesome.
0: So, what was Warped Tour like, dude?
1: Um, Honestly, we uh, we only got to play one date. But okay. the thing was, uh, we won the contest for AZ. Because we had so many votes. And that was so cool to, like, see and be a part of. And um, basically, like... We got on the date for the AZ date and, uh, we got on the Ernie ball stage and we all had Ernie ball guitars, Ernie ball, everything like, (laughs) like the whole fucking thing. Jesus. Um, one of the coolest things though, like was walking around. Like when you first get there at like seven in the morning, you're just kind of wandering and you're like, Oh my, that's fucking Franz. Yeah. Like that's fucking (laughs) Caleb Shomo. Yeah. Like, are you fucking with me right now? I'm walking with these people. Like, I'm looking at them, just scratching their ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's kind of fun. You're,
0: you're in there before everyone else. So, you know, everyone there is either crew yep. or artists. Yeah. And uh, I've been going to, to Warp Tour since like fucking 2005, oh. yeah. like mm-hmm. 12, 13. Yep. Um, I remember my first Warp Tour, we got dropped. We were like the fourth people. Like, you know, how there's the fucking hour long line. Yeah. We were fourth. Ooh. That's how early we got there. So good we get job. in. You beat me. <laughs> yeah, we get in, and like you said, like there is no one there but the people setting up the stages exactly. and the artists who are like bored. They don't want to be in their their fucking trailers or their, mm-hmm. their buses because yeah. they just driven five hours from California. Exactly. So they're walking around, and at this point, it was at the not the cricket pavilion. It was at the baseball <gasps> stadium. Yes, by yes. Arrowhead, mm-hmm. all the way back there. Yeah, and oh um, my god, that brings
1: back good memories. I, I
0: just remember that we would just like you know find refuge under the halls like you yep. know the benches the bleachers the giant little yeah strip. So the only thing of it shade. looked like a freaking zombie horde up there i was like damn <laughs> so we would uh, we'd be kicking it up there and then eventually we were walking around just trying to find bands and like yeah we're fucking it's 120 we still got our black hoodies on yes, and shit yes and I, I fucking see sunny from from first to last and oh, i literally shit, yeah. like I like a like it. a comic cartoon my jaw went
1: yeah it's kind of surreal when you see people like that and you're just like, dude, I literally listen to you every day. I was what like, what the fuck?
0: Like we we write your lyrics on our bathroom stalls and shit. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this this dude is he's not just an, uh, a very popular artist, at least for us back then. He was he was like a symbol. He was a god. Like this young kid who is literally just as tall as I am. Yeah. And he just has this presence and energy and defined a trend like he, then he became one of the biggest EDM artists yeah. of all time like yeah. that like, dude <laughs> is so fucking talented he's he's like the hardcore version of Childish Gambino like oh easily he can do anything yeah he can do anything and dude, that motherfucker was music. in he's still going hard <laughs> and he, he fucking brought first from first to last back again for another yeah. tour yeah. dude like that yeah. dude's killing
1: it and it's funny uh Matt Good was our producer from a uh, Crisis and Victory oh really yeah
0: Whoa. It's pretty crazy. I'm so I'm so shocked that that name's not familiar cuz there's a couple, you know, there's a couple crisis names in the hardcore scene. Yeah. Um but I f- I feel like everything you described I'm like I had to have seen you guys at least once. Yeah. At least once. There's too many shows. Like two shows a week yeah. for fucking 7 <laughs> years like yeah. you see the bands, you know, you get to get to catch a glimpse of everyone. Yeah. Um but going off of your, you know, your your hardcore days, when when was like your first Hip-hop kind of show like was it alongside bands or did you like do Um, solo hip-hop shit?
1: So, uh, I took a break from music for like four years. Okay, like after the band it just kind of Had a musical block, you know, it's like I didn't know what I wanted to do what I wanted to feel You know what? I mean, I was just growing up. I was like barely coming out of my teens. I think I was like 19 20 I was barely coming out and I was living by myself and, like, pretty much I had my own apartment and pretty much the only person that came to me was Grim. So shout out to Grim. Basically, he used to come over all the time and uh, I started making friends with a lot of people. And I kind of got into selling drugs and shit and messing with hardcore shit. And uh, I learned that you can freestyle when you're fucked up. And, <laughs> um, I was pretty damn good at it at first. Yeah. Like I was really doing it and I was like, wow, this is pretty damn good. I'm going to write this down. Okay. And it's kind of like the homies that I used to freestyle with kind of faded away and went their own ways. And I was like, left feeling this way. Like, dude, I still like this shit. Like, I don't care about the drugs anymore and I don't care about any of this, but this music makes me happy. Yeah. Like just saying shit that feels something to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel that like just them going away and me having that moment of just like, what the fuck? Like, what do I want to do? Yeah. Made me think like, I want to make my feelings known and I want to like talk about my feelings. So how do, how can I do that? <laughs> and I was like, Oh fuck, who's this little Pete hmm. back in like 2016. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, dude, that. what? Like, yeah. Like, like I, I want to know do you that. could do that. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, why hasn't this been made? like yeah. what the fuck like i'm crying to this shit like yeah. <laughs> this is making me feel better and get past my own self and like just be open to shit you mm-hmm. know and just take nothing for granted it's like come on yeah it's it's just that little tiny bit of music that helped me as well so
0: well that's awesome dude sounds yeah. like it really helped a lot especially in the very beginning yeah cuz you didn't you know as a as an artist that goes from one genre to another it's fuck i t- i had to take a break it took about a year and a half Almost two years off too, um, I just didn't know, like you said, what to do and how to do it. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to write, and I kept writing. Yeah, but there was it wasn't like there was one person or a, a community or, or a Facebook page that was like, <laughs> "Hey, are you barely starting? Yeah, have you yeah. never done this before? Before mm-hmm. come perform on this stage in front of a legit crowd and shit." So, um, I, I I really uh, relate with the. The, the fact that the music, especially the alternative scene when it came out, you know, f- around the same time that I discovered it, it just made me realize like, oh shit, I don't have to just do boom bap 1990s hey, hip hop. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. oh, I could write like this and I feel similar to this. So I think that I I, I can bring something to the table here. And then when I, I started to go from just like, you know, alternative hip hop to the new pop punk stuff and... Now I'm I'm listening to to Knock Loose and fucking Little Lotus <laughs> arf, and arf, arf. all these <laughs> all these bands and artists that literally just crisp, cr- if you take yeah. this alt rapper mm-hmm. and br- put him in this band as the yeah. vocalist you would not be able to tell. And then I know. you find out half the fucking rappers, have bands and half the bands are rappers like yeah. it's a crazy crazy yeah. uh, crossroads that I feel that like happens. it just
1: opened up the doors for like just being open to being like okay I don't have to stick to this stigma. Even though I dress in like vests and goth shit, I can still listen to like Lady Gaga and then listen to Neck Deep and then cry myself to sleep. It's like, (laughs) you know, I feel like people are a lot easier open to more music now.
0: It definitely, to me, it was like, it was the same thing I felt and I I wanted to get into this with you because I saw your, your Instagram story. Oh, really? It's the same thing I felt when I finally started to see anime and Star Wars become meta like mm. when when Walmart started carrying Naruto shirts yeah. and when they started to make jokes about Star Wars being cool and like th- like you know a, a NBC show or a sitcom that's very popular yeah the big bang Theory, all that kind of stuff it was just like oh shit like i i think we can start talking about this yeah. cuz it was <laughs> it was something that you were like yeah hey do you like anime? Yeah, like, real shit. It's and then, like a little speakeasy. You're like, hey, yeah, what's up? That's why. That's honestly why I started wearing anime shirts because I couldn't, I couldn't f- pick out from a crowd who's into yes, this. Yes, unless so you I saw them at the it.
1: cons or some shit. Or yeah, or yeah,
0: literally reading manga. Yeah, and this is like see them at bookmans and be like, you like that? Like <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> in school we would get you know reading assignments and stuff. And because I didn't want people, it wasn't like make fun of me, but I didn't want people hounding me or asking questions or pointing or, or doing anything like that to, yeah. to, to, to make it more obvious. But I'd read my manga in other books. Yeah. Like I know exactly. I'd be reading feel. Romeo and Juliet yeah. and I'd have my manga here Yeah, and I'm, f- I'm flipping through pages yeah, and, shit and like that.
1: I got something to add like to the embarrassment factor of that. It's like, you shouldn't feel bad about that shit because it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, it's the best. And the thing is, I have a secret that I'd like to say. Okay. Okay, Lego Star Wars. Okay, I still buy Lego sets. And I build that shit, and I love collecting it. And it's like, when I was in high school and shit, I used to hide that. Because I was in a band and all this shit. And I was like, I don't want people to know I fucking play with toys. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck anymore, dude. Buy a Lego set. It's fun as hell. Like, Lego, Harry Potter, anything like that is fun.
0: Yeah, Legos Legos has always been one of my favorite toys. Yeah forever like, yeah
1: <laughs> i'm i'm so i used to make custom figures and shit oh like, yeah yeah
0: my my favorite thing because i grew up a little le- less money than most never not fucking yeah poor but mm-hmm. not not as fortunate as, as others and my friends always had the best lego sets too. oh yeah and yeah. so to me legos was like okay i have like my $5 box that I I make Mm -hmm. a thousand different ways. And I introduce transformers and all that shit. But my friends, they would have, um, the whole millennium Falcon and like all the lightsabers. And I'd never seen a lightsaber Lego. So I was like, it was like a real fucking lightsaber. So I was just, this is nuts, (laughs) dude. So now if I'm at the store, like, especially like at like a grocery store, like the 99 cent store, Because they they have these things now where they have like $5 Lego sets just fucking posted next to the cashier thing. I'm always fucking getting those for my son. Because I feel like if he doesn't use them, I'm like, I got a fucking popcorn, (laughs) uh, you know, the Christmas popcorn. Yeah. We fucking ate all that shit. And when you start pouring Legos in it now, and he's, you know, he's on on games. He wants to play games all the time. But if I make, like, when I make him take his screen time, we just be fucking building some shit. Hell yeah. Uh, But uh, to, to to go off of the the whole legos like collection thing and, and off of the the story that i had seen uh is was that your mandalorian helmet? Oh yeah. That's yours? Yeah. Okay. I actually made that. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh are you a part of like the the Arizona Mandalorian? Oh yeah. Uh, or are you just a fan? You want
1: me to spill the tea? Yeah. All right, I'm about to spill the tea for y'all. <laughs> All right. So uh I built my costume, right? You know, they have requirements, like the 501st has and everything that has mm. to be screen accurate and all this shit. So I bought the helmet off the Black Series, and that was a good start. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit you have to do to it, like Bondo the seams. You have to make sure it's your own. You know, you it's battle damaged, anything to make it not look like someone else's. Yeah. Um, I did all that. I got my costume ready and everything. I got my weapons painted, everything. I have Nerf guns that I sanded down. I fucking did at the whole thing and it's like i applied and everything and like they just kind of had so many things to nitpick about the helmet itself all the rest really? of the armor was fine right it's the helmet itself and they said that the basic helmet had gaps that are not existent in star wars but the fucking thing is like the mandalorian new episodes have those gaps and it oh, has really? all these things that they're saying they're wrong it's literally on Boba Fett's fucking helmet, man. Mm-hmm. Like if you pause, you can see it. And this is literal proof. And I'm like, "Why are you telling me I my helmet's not good enough?" Okay? Yeah. Like I'm going to basically be like fucking Clan Vizsla and be like, "Fuck you. I'm going to have my own shit. This is the true way." Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do, and that's what Grim's going to join me on. So
0: <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awesome. Dude, I'm I'm down to join my dude cuz uh, Oh, hell yeah. I've, I've I've been going to Comic-Con here for maybe like eight years nine years and uh that was the the one thing that always caught me yeah i i, I love seeing kids dressed up as fucking mm-hmm. pokemon trainers and oh, yeah. family costumes yeah. and seeing you know a black lotus magic the gathering car, uh-huh. like all those things oh, that magic come with you know comic-con but my favorite part is always the star wars corner and when the when the mandalorians would march because yeah I've never. I just. I've never been in a group it's or in a place like, with that many people. I feel like you see to the, the magic of
1: Boba Fett again hmm. for the first time. You're just like, oh, it's not Boba Fett, but it's like that's a new one. It's yeah. like, holy fuck, they're still what, dope. Could,
0: what could have been. <laughs> yeah. And until we got, you know, until we got Mandalorian, we really got robbed. Oh, of oh. the the oh. just sheer <sighs> skill, the artistry, the tenacity, everything that is Boba Fett that yeah. we we learned from the comics and mm-hmm. from all the books, legends. And shit. We never got to see that yep. until just recently. Yes. Um, So I uh I wanted to for sure get into some some Star Wars stuff because because oh, yeah. the Mando helmet. First of all, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about because that thing looked amazing. Thank you. Like Thank you. Crisp Thank as fucking. Like I you said, I've never seen that it another, like, one like
1: everything, that. and it took me like a full week of no work because I was on a uh, leave from COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have time. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I just did the whole helmet in a week. Damn. And it was it took me a while to. Because awesome. I was working day to night just on that fucking helmet, waiting, constantly painting it, just doing the decals. Yeah. Which I did the Mythosaur decal myself, really, like by hand, and I made my own little decal for it out of s- scotch tape or some
0: shit. Whoa! So Damn, that's awesome! So I did So do you that. do a lot of like other things outside of just like your 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 costume as far as like painting and
1: oh um, crafts and shit? Honestly, I just make lego figures still <laughs> yeah um, i build gundams i fucking watch anime and i do looks like that i mean not many though but if i had to say anything i really want to cosplay as like one of the bleach captains <sighs> so byakuya kuchiki if anyone's watched bleach and know that shit you know Oh yeah
0: if they're watching my fucking yeah. shit they should know um one of my m- my my m- number one song my most requested song is bankai and uh i'll have to send it to you dude because there's if you, this is kind of like my music standpoint. Yeah. I, I grew up uh, after finding out like, you know, when you're like 15 to 17, you know, music, but it's mostly what other people show you. And we didn't have the internet as crazy. Like I remember like AOL Messenger and all that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, music back then, especially being in the local hardcore scene, you just wanted to know the most local of the local hardcorest of the hardcore yeah. band. So. I didn't really venture out too much until I hit eighteen yeah. when I fuck I started smoking weed for the first time. Yes, I yeah. was like listening to Kid Cudi all the time, yeah. and I was just fucking changing, like literally yes. evolving as like an artist I'm and as a person. On the pursuit of happiness, yeah. like damn, up bro. up and <laughs> away, up up and away. I I guarantee, hands down, is one of my top ten all time favorite songs in existence. That is my fucking my shout jam. out, Kid Cudi. Mike yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I started to you know venture into the these. New avenues and things like that, and I started to listen to nerdcore artists. Yeah, you remember nerdcore kids? Yeah, like fucking MC Frontalot, Lars, all those guys. Uh, some of them have gone on to be very famous now. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that that was like the extent of how you can be a nerd and and rap. I oh thought yeah, that, that was the yeah. formula. And then I heard Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, 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 we don't gotta rap because I thought like that cadence was the that was like our thing like mm-hmm. it's it's like a two step to hardcore like yeah we, we <laughs> follow the, the the formula yes so I started to listen to these these different artists that are fucking they're, they're talking about bleach and, and guns yes. and all this stuff and and are but they're really good you know it's not just good because I can understand the references the music's good yeah so I feel like how I, how I come to music is if you don't know anything about any anime i reference which is a lot yeah you're still gonna think it's a good song yeah but if you watch even one of the shows yeah that i talk about you're gonna fucking lose your mind yeah because, because it's like
1: you connect with that fucking person it's just that connection and it's like it's like an you. inside joke <laughs> that
0: we never discussed yeah you know what i'm saying like exactly it's like we've we've watched something and especially for like Bleach and naruto i'm not sure like what time you got into it but oh yeah i young. found it when i was 13 yeah i found so it when I was still
1: watching Toonami and it was like during the day in Cartoon Network era.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Naruto and Bleach was, it it wasn't even Adult Swim. Yeah. It was on regular Cartoon Network. Yep. So as a young kid, honestly, that show pushed the boundaries of like PG 13 ish, you know, there's blood and shit. Yeah. Trigun. People died. (laughs) Dude, Trigun. Talk about Trigun. Helsing. I have have knives uh, (laughs) tattooed on my, my ribs, dude, that fucking show. Helsing too. But, um, I started to to make music to where, like I said, I, I want to make sure if, if you've never heard the stuff, mm-hmm. you're still gonna want to listen. But if you you know the fucking references, yeah, dude, you're gonna fuck with me. You're, like- <laughs> you're gonna get down with it, man. So I got to uh, I got to I got to send you that track. But um, but going from the, the the Star Wars conversation, um, what's your you know like what's your your favorite of of the movies,
1: of the characters, or just
0: the movies? Yeah, I love it. I love that question. Only real Star Wars fans will say characters are. Or the movie, because yeah. I asked other people, they're like... I have Jedi and like Sith the, on my knuckles, man. One. Dog. I'm, <laughs> it's supposed to have happened. I'm just going to get Sith Lord tattooed. Do it. Just I was going to get Sith
1: Lord, but... Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I uh, have the balance.
0: <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've battled with this for, for many years. Uh, I just don't... I don't believe anything that the, the Jedi is. And it I, sucks. Yeah. I can understand. It's like the devil's advocate. Yeah. The Jedi needs to exist so that way I... Can exist. Yes, that's just the the way I perceive it. But
1: I feel like the Jedi have good morals in some ways. They have a good. They had
0: a good idea. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially because, like, I don't know. This is gonna get technical. (laughs) Jedi for anyone that doesn't know
1: about Legends or anything else.
0: (laughs) Jedi is not a race. You know, yeah. Like it's Mm -hmm. not what it was at its core. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the constitution. Like humans may become Jedi, but Mm -hmm. humans are in the star Wars mythos, highly more emotional than any of the other species. Yep. It's the humanoid type creatures. They always show more aggression or passion mm-hmm. or whatever. And I just don't think that that is Jedi. I think that the Jedi is meant for a lot more alien species with higher capacity to think yeah. and more, more, more patience yeah. and things like um, that.
1: Oh man. They've gone into a lot of those, like just different things of just species <laughs> that are like higher than Yoda. And it's just insane. And I'm just like, what? Like, this is insane to look at because it's like, I didn't think anyone back then, like when the first like prequels were coming out and the trilogy, it's just like, dude, no one was more powerful than Yoda. Yeah. Like, that's all I knew. So it's like, once this happened, it's just like, what the fuck is that? Like,
0: yeah, the cap, the cap has been broken. Yeah. The, The limit is beyond that. And that's what I'm really excited about for Mando is like, the last thing I want them to do is be like, yeah, they're the strongest yeah and he's he's gonna be the next strongest it's like no no no. he comes from a line of yes. multiple species that they're so strong and powerful that they won't even they don't even acknowledge us you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah. i i really want to explore um now that they're getting into fucking like possible reven like they're canonizing yeah. Th- like thrawn like yes. that's legends that's legend shit.
1: They already brought Boba back, bro. So that's already like enough fan service, but after this is just extra credit. It's like, dude, you're just Yeah. Thank you. If like... they
0: bring like if they bring Cal Kestis from the Star Wars Oh. video game, the newest video game that mm-hmm. was just released as as well as Ezra Miller from Oh yeah. Like, Rebels. If they start bringing all the People that are still technically around because I've been yeah. watching a lot of breakdowns of the timeline. Yeah. Right now, Luke is in his prime, mm-hmm. and he is searching ancient Jedi temples, which, yep. by the way, may have been one that he currently is at or just visited uh, for the scene stone on. uh fuck, Forgot the new planet. I'm still I'm still trying to get prevalent with the, the, the new major uh, shit because they're throwing a lot. Typhon. Typhon. Yeah, because that's, right. uh, <laughs> that's from. uh That's from. Uh, old republic mm. old republic and i think a couple comics i read cuz uh so t- to put it in perspective to go back um favorite favorite character favorite movie so we can oh, build off of that
1: honestly oof i got to say episode 6 is my favorite movie of all the star wars because i felt like i grew up with that one before episode 1 so it's it was the end yeah like that was the end of star wars for me so it's always been like that mm-hmm. but that's my favorite movie. My favorite character. Oh fuck, man! Like this is hard because I have different character hierarchies that I have. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah let's so, get your top three then. Okay, stop. Top three easily. First one is Obi Wan. Hmm. Okay, that's one of my favorite Jedi. Okay, number two is got to be easily uh, Darth Malgus. Malgus. Just fucking ruthless. And he is—he's the bald one, and he has the uh, breathing apparatus.
0: He looks just like Bane, pretty
1: much, almost. And uh, that's my second because he's a Sith. He's just fucking ruthless. Like he even kills his love to even get powerful, like even more powerful. So it's just like
0: some narration. Good for
1: you because like I can't do that.
0: (laughs) What uh, what book is that from? Oh, it's from the game, the uh, Old Republic. From Old Republic, I dude. So Old Republic to me is the textbook example of like the kind of games i can't play oh because it's i get so distracted i can't i won't do the main quest like (laughs) i'm fucking reading like i'm in the 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 swamp areas and i'm trying to read books and text because i'm trying to find a little bit of stuff so i missed a lot of major things with that so i've had to watch videos to catch me back up oh Um, yeah and obviously you know obviously it's technically not canon anymore but yeah it's uh it's one of those those like it's a fucking plethora like, there's so much dense yes. information inside yes. that game yeah. that um, I hope they pull from. And, I mean, they, fucking, they did it. They bring the fucking whole yeah. planet from a video game that's, what, 20-plus years old? Pretty much, yeah. But Oh, um, shit, it is. My, uh, Jesus. <laughs> my favorite, just because of, and I, I want to go into characters, but from Darths and, and Siths and shit like that. Um, I've always liked the name and aesthetic of uh, Darth Nihilus nihilist Nih- or
1: nihilist Nihilis? nihilism yeah it's whatever i don't know yeah that's the, how i the say the world eater yeah yes he's
0: <laughs> so to put in perspective um i put him on par with like darth bane uh so strong oh shit that <laughs> he left his physical form and embodied it into his own armor yep and mask yep and uh i've
1: cosplayed
0: as him oh that's awesome yeah dude. that was one of my first cosplays. that's awesome uh I, he also reminds me of, I forget the easy ancient Sith. I I saw a a comic of of Vader recently and it showed uh, one of the most afraid or most fearful moments in Vader's life. And it's where he picks up a a helmet and it's the only time he's ever changed his helmet in his entire like canon. He puts on the helmet of the ancient Sith. Oh yeah, I I actually read that. And he instantly just rips it off and says, no. And he's like, that was too dark. Like, that was too powerful even for me. Yeah. And I've always wanted to know more about that guy. Yeah, That fucking Sith Lord who scared Vader himself. But to go off of your list, uh, my my favorite movie has always been uh, Empire. Just because I I fucking love me. It's it's everyone's favorite. Yeah. Makes sense. I can say that. It's got the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's my second favorite. (laughs) Vader looks the coolest. We've got Hoth. We get the, the jacket. We've got the fucking... Dagobah. Everything. Yeah. Like... It is it, what Star Wars. You have a sister is.
1: like that moment. I'm like, what,
0: dude? When, <laughs> when, yeah, when the, the lights dim and it's just red over Yoda, oh. the fear oh. and powerful like the, that moment is so fucking big. I get those goosebumps oh. every time, like, dude, so <laughs> dope. And then, I'm, like, and you get the scene repeated constantly in every mm-hmm. single Star Wars thing where you fight yourself and you're yep. you're behind Vader's even in the like that. Fallen Order. And uh, Force Unleashed, it's just a thing. Like yep. Dagobah is one of my favorite things in all of Star Wars. Yeah, it's because just of, so strong with the Force, and it's it's in everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone mentions it, mm-hmm. even if it's just by name. Dagobah comes up in, in oh.
1: all of Star Wars. <laughs> my third favorite is Cad Bane. Cad Bane for any bad guy lovers.
0: Okay, is there, uh, is there an like an allegiance that you are specifically with and Am- Empire Ooh. rebel. I know obviously you cosplays made the Bounty
1: Hunters Guild. Yeah. 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 <laughs> More of a mercenary.
0: Yeah. I've always I've always thought of myself as uh, uh Han Solo with a lightsaber. Yeah. You know? And that's you know what just and I know we're kind of ranting that's how Star Wars gets but one of the coolest cosplays that I've seen it is Kylo Ren in Han Solo's outfit with yeah. the blaster and yep. his his fucking lightsaber like the blue lightsaber yeah i've seen that picture and uh, there's just something about it 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 is everything that was missing from star wars we never got the redemption arc we got one of the strongest characters apparently in canonical history of star wars goes out like the just the worst he's yeah he's my favorite character from the newest movies and the worst one that they wrote for besides finn and poe Oh, Finn, Finn and Poe. Finn, don't and, even get me started. Finn and Poe should have made uh, out. <laughs> the first movie, Finn and Poe should have been the fucking the, sh- the ship everyone was yeah. talking about. Yeah, they had the greatest relationship. The most, like I, when they hugged each other and were brought, I was like, I was like, I, I love this so much, yes. and I was so hopeful that that was gonna be like yeah. the Luke and Han yep, thing, exactly. but like closer, like they the, they want to you know push these these different agendas. Like you missed. The fucking boat yeah. right there, dude. Real shit. Similar to um, in a solo story, Han Solo is my he's my third favorite character of all time in yeah, all true. of Star Wars, only because he doesn't have a lightsaber. That's yeah. it. If he had a lightsaber, yeah. he would be my second favorite. Um, it goes Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. Han. Those are my three. Uh, in the solo story, when the Imperial officer asks him, "Who are your people?" and he doesn't say Solo, he doesn't name yes. himself yes that was the fucking that's when i was i was i checked out that's like yeah. 15 minutes in yeah and i was
1: done i was just like wait what? done that's really what what like
0: <laughs> so you're saying the empire named han solo exactly and he wasn't smart he's the he's the wit. he's the spider-man yeah. of yeah, the star wars literally universe. he's a fucking quip master mm-hmm. and he couldn't think solo and he looked around he did the john travolta like mm-hmm. hey i'm solo like i'm solo uh, that's there's just a couple of moments like that uh, including that that fucking kylo ren cosplay that oh yeah like, you could have done so much and it wouldn't have taken any extra yeah it, it, it just Legends, Like, <laughs> you had yeah, so much material to go off of like yeah. kathleen kennedy came out multiple times saying like we had no we had no backstory we had no origins we we, we had no scripts to go off of. i'm like are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. There's 10 plus years of novels, bitch, mm-hmm. and comics, video games that have all been handled with the most care from Lucasfilms. There's not a single thing out there from how, from a fucking 10-page comic book to a coloring book that was not passed by yep. who knows how many people yeah. to make sure it was canon. Yeah. Star Wars is a fucking living, breathing brand, and it's gone through everything. Anything you've ever seen on a store had to go through so many of checks and balances, that it's so like it's insulting to yeah. say that you didn't have anything to go off of. Yeah, it's it's I totally it's understand
1: that. I feel that I feel like every old fashioned Star Wars fan can feel that. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, especially because like from 60 Nintendo 64 until Xbox, you know, one Xbox One was out when fucking Star Wars came out. Mm-hmm. There is so much stuff just from video games. You can just reshoot the video games. I know. Like, <laughs> Give me a Rogue Squadrons. Like, oh, yeah. Give me yeah. a fucking Fast and the Furious in space with Star Wars characters. Ooh. And that would be a heist with fucking speeder bikes. Like the one of the, the two or three episodes ago when the stormtroopers are on the speeder bikes coming oh, down the mountain and shit. Yeah. Come on, dude. That's what I want. I love that's my favorite well, we can go over this too my favorite stormtroopers are the, the speeder snipers oh like
1: yeah yeah the, just the, the scouts in general the
0: helmets yep the speeder
1: bikes yep. the guns everything I remember about riding them. my bicycle down a fucking street going maybe 10 miles an hour going like like what the fuck like yeah. I'm on a speeder bike yeah you, you ain't got nothing on me like what the fuck like
0: <laughs> that's so fucking funny um, put my feet like this. Like. <laughs> Do you have a, f- a favorite era of trooper?
1: Ooh, clone troopers. Clone? Yep. I mean, phase two to be exact. Because I feel like that's when all their own characters came out. Yeah. And it's like you got Rex, Cody, freaking Gree. You got so many cool characters and they actually showed them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Clone Wars did them service. So I feel like that's what yeah. made them cool. <laughs> yeah, it
0: fleshed them out. I heard I heard something about that recently. Like the, the, the TV show itself made those movies so much better because it gave yeah. those like it's it's like the spider man thing from iron man 2 you're like you can kind of picture like i think I, that that could be rex yeah right yeah there, like, yeah yeah leading that fucking exactly battalion over here yeah um i really liked uh it
1: just made them feel more than cannon fodder you yeah, know because I mean?
0: that's how they felt and also it, it, it does help that they they did kind of make it very clear that when it came empire after the The stormtroopers were not the same as the yeah, clone they're troopers. They're
1: just uniform, freaking white, yeah, death, death hounds. Just yeah. <laughs>
0: and that's the that one like saving thing. And that's why I was so interested in Finn's story because it's like okay, now we we see not every storm not every stormtrooper is the same. We have a a first order stormtrooper who betrays the largest force in the galaxy. Yes, for what he believes in, and <laughs> the the opening and then this is That's like, like the definition of a rebel exactly like, he is rebelling against the yeah. biggest people to rebel yes he the, him you know his per- performance as well as the just like cinematics the first opening scene yeah of the the force awakens was some of the most powerful terrifying gripping yeah shit i've ever seen yeah i, I teared was so, up Dude, I teared up
1: 2015. I remember that day and I was watching it for the first time. I was just like, I'm fucking chills right now because it's like, I'm tearing the fuck up because this is intense. Like, I did not expect this.
0: Nope, not at all. It got dark real quick. It was a war movie. It was was a fucking war movie.
1: it was gritty. I was like, dude, like, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. And we got a little glimpse too and I felt like we got fucking robbed of this. Uh, Han Solo as an imperial fucking trooper oh they just skipped and over like ages for years i'm like what dude some of the most real acting in that entire movie was that yeah. fucking short little uh-huh. scene yes but like uh, that
1: was straight trench warfare dude i it's loved insane. it insane it
0: made star wars more real mm-hmm. you know because it's not just it added laser that fights with you know uh walking robots it's like no dude these ground soldiers have feelings and emotions yeah. and families and ties and aspirations all that stuff but um I remember 2015, I was in Vegas on acid. It was my birthday. (laughs) Like Star Wars, The Force Unleashed got released on my birthday. So we went at midnight for the showing. I mean, it was probably like 10, 30, 11, but it was like the midnight showing. It was the first showing of Star Wars in America in that state. Yes, Like we had planned it. It was crazy. And I was tripping so hard, but to not like, it was like, I was the star. I was in the Star yes, Wars. It I was fucking it, there. Yeah. And we watched it in 3D, my dude. So when the fucking when the ships were coming out of hyperspace, they came out of hyperspace in my mind. It was and you know when uh Kylo fucking blocks the bolt? Yeah. It was like here. It was like this and shaking the energy. And I was like, And you could see like if you could have a camera on my face, tears as yeah. as the red laser pulsated in yeah. front of my eyes and I was just like this this is everything that I yes. hoped for and then it yeah. just progressively got worse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, dead, dude. so 180 dude such a fucking 180 of a goddamn movie went from
1: tears of joy to just tears of what the fuck is just going just frustration on.
0: to the point where I thought I was so high that I I made up how bad it was then I went back oh. and watched it sober and was like, oh honey. No, I lady. saw <laughs> oh, that was all real. It yeah. was really that bad. Yeah. I'm they like, dropped the ball damn. that many times. All right. Well <laughs> drugs didn't even help. That's yeah. the crazy part.
1: I, I totally feel that. Like I was high out of my mind on edibles. So <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. think I was with my uh ex's mom. Oh wow. So we were all just <laughs> chilling and I was like, dude, this fucking nuts. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could like I I could remember my hands were sweating. Because I was like, Yeah. And, like, when the people, when they killed all those people. Yeah. And you, it felt more real than Alderaan. Like, oh, yeah. Like, in Alderaan, we didn't terror. see. Yeah.
1: Like, you, you just felt scared for them. You're like, helpless. they can't do anything. They're not doing anything, you I
0: helpless, dude.
1: Like, it's kind of like Anakin and the sand, people. But, you know, it's just those little, tiny, little rebels that were in that little group. It just caused all that chaos for nothing, and it just... <sighs> it just amplified the terror of the first order. It was like, whoa, this is not the empire. This is someone else. This is like, yeah. like Hulk smash with fucking like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay.
0: This is a, this is another level. Yeah. Um, so we we already fucking almost to an hour, dude. That's flew oh, by. Damn. <laughs> um, well, before, before we start wrapping some stuff up, uh, yeah. as far as like your, your music now, yeah. um, what are, what are the, the, the ways that we can you know, find, obviously Spotify and uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that stuff. What, what is the easiest way to find your stuff?
1: Um, honestly, uh, I'm always on Instagram. I'm promoting a whole bunch of people all the time. I try to give support, but uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's SkullKid Kid, and it's just a uh, Skull X Kid with two eyes and just underscore. But you pretty much find my link in the bio. If you don't have SoundCloud or Anything else, you just want to take a listen and see what I'm about. But uh Spotify, Apple Music, um, SoundCloud, of course. Um, all those, I'm on there. So that's the best way to hear me.
0: <laughs> cool. And uh, what is your new single that just came out?
1: Oh, that is Bleed. That is uh one of my newest kind of era of music I'm kind of going into.
0: Yeah, uh, I wanted to just talk. I know we fucking... Star Wars, I knew it was going to be a minute. I, yeah. Because I didn't know... Uh, how much you were into it. I oh, saw, yeah, like, yeah, Once I saw the Mandalorian helmet, I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's not casual. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't, like, I don't have a Mandalorian helmet, oh, to put shit, it that yeah. way, but I do have
1: a full sleeve. Oh, yeah, I have like, the Mythosaur right here,
0: bud. Like, <laughs> like I said, like, I'm going to get Sith Lord tattooed on my thing, but I yeah. do have the, the beginning of the Sith Creed, pieces is a Lie. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm about it. Yeah, yes. I fucking love this show. No, I appreciate I don't even have you talking to me yet. about
1: that because no one does – so it's all about music, but no Star Wars. So yeah. <laughs> approach me, Star Wars fans. Yeah. It's like
0: <laughs> I, uh, I think it just goes hand in hand with each other. Like, yeah. the reason why I dress and sound kind of how I do is because of the th- the things I find interesting. Like,
1: exactly. S- I wo- I look like a Sith Lord. If you ever see me at Walmart, Dude, I look like a Sith Lord.
0: <laughs> that's the <laughs> the the best way to describe my my outfit is Sith. Yes. Like, how like yes. Like you, like I wear the tack vest. I got the glasses. I got a mask. Like, yep. I have a fucking actual lightsaber. Yeah, like, yeah. Pilt. I have my knife that <clears throat> I
1: hook on with a Star Wars belt.
0: Mine's. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta show you. So it's like a little clip thing, mm. and it has a little circle, and the lightsaber just perfectly fits in it, and it looks. It's like steel. Like it looks like a fucking movie prop. Hell it's yeah, it's awesome. Um, but as far as the the song bleed because i've been I've yeah. literally listened to it like eight times already oh it's so yeah, good dude. it's it's exactly the kind of stuff that i like to listen to and that i kind of make myself so w- one thing that I, I did notice and like more than anything it's just like that's why i keep fucking playing it um were those raw drums or was that a machine that you um
1: use? i believe it it was a machine um but the guitars are real and everything uh it's made by lavkai that's my main producer. Nice. Shout um, out. Yeah. Shout out to Lav Kai.
0: Good job, dude. Fucking and, killed uh, it. That beat is amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, on my song, Dark Season, uh, I dropped it a little while ago. Um, that one is like full, real everything. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, sure to find that But I'm more. trying to just do that more. I'm trying to make more raw sounding things instead of just trap drums and, you know what I mean, like programmed everything.
0: There is uh, there's room for it. And... Uh, I've, I've struggled with this as well because I, I just started to learn the bass and my, my producer is my drummer. So like, but he plays guitar, bass, sings keys. He does everything. So what I've been fortunate to have is he's been taking the songs that I first brought to him without making with him. He's been able to help me make them sound better. Oh yeah. But now like my newest song that will be released here, hopefully within the next week or two um, for every, everything that you hear, we played. Yeah. So from the bass line that you hear, it's me. Yes. Like, to the lyrics, it's me. To the drums, it's him. Like the guitar, it's him. Yeah. We recorded everything. So that way I wanna get to the point where when I show up at a show, we're live looping bass and guitar and yeah. playing live drums. Yes. To fucking all the all these that's dope what, ass cadences. And that's shit. what I wanna do. And that's what <laughs> I felt when I heard the song. I was like, dude. I can't wait to hear this live. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I can fucking hear you with the drummer perform that song, I will lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. So yeah. Um, make sure you guys check it out. Um, if you have any uh, questions or concerns, we'll put them in the description, likes, comments, all that stuff uh, just to make it easier. I know, even clicking an Instagram thing or searching. It's too much for some people. Yeah. So if you're feeling lazy, I'll help you guys out. I'll put the link down below. Um, but is there anywhere else we can find you? Anything else you want to promote before we wrap up here, dude?
1: Um, just shout out to Lil Grim and uh, 48O because they're coming out with a lot of new stuff and uh, it's going to definitely sound really interesting. Cause uh there, there are a lot of trap stuff, but mm. they're branching off into kind of what me and Grim are doing, so Okay, cool. Check all of them out, keep an eye on all of us, and we'll have a lot of good stuff coming for you. <laughs> Sweet.
0: Yeah, and I honestly this fucking hour flew by, dude. We gotta have you on again. <laughs> I didn't even get into like half <laughs> the shit that I wanted to talk about. Oh, it's totally talk, fun, talk, man. talk about. Same thing with Grimm, man. That's why that's the whole reason I started this. It's like I I get to talk to people about stuff that they normally don't talk about. Yeah, but we're all thinking about all the goddamn. Oh wrong. yeah, like, yeah. I watched three Star Wars videos today. Like yeah. I'm fucking, I'm all up in this, and uh, can't wait for the next episode.
1: Yo, yeah, dude. I'm my oh, my heart's going. <laughs>
0: Mandalorian has fucking saved. Like,
1: it saved Star Wars pretty much for it, now. It picked,
0: <laughs> it picked up the ashes and is now just carrying it. Like, yeah, until we. I feel figure like it's a phoenix. Doing. It just came it's from gonna the come ashes, back, dude. If. <clears throat> If Favreau gets his hands on the next yeah. trilogy, or fuck that, yeah, fuck movies, Just put a break on Star Wars yeah. movies. You guys have been dropping the ball for fucking. Yeah, they're six talking years. about
1: a bounty, uh, Boba Fett
0: series coming out. I want Ahsoka, Obi Wan, Boba Fett, and honestly, an Ezra Miller.
1: Ooh, yeah, story.
0: If anything, an arc inside of the Ahsoka show. Yeah, those three shows are going to be better and have more stuff, better writing, action than any. Star Wars movie that they're going to try and make because of what happened, Ray, Poe, Finn Mm -hmm. are never fucking coming back. Yeah. Those actors are so done. Yeah. They fucking. Even Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, all of them. Everyone's gone. No one will come back. Yep. Not even to voice act. Yeah, I know. They're done. (laughs) They're recasting them all for all the new animated shows that are coming. Like, yeah. They need to do something. And I think that there's enough time that between episodes. Uh, four no epi- ep- ep- episode six and seven there's enough time in there to do a bunch of shit like yeah. i said if we can get to S- sebastian stan as young luke skywalker oh yeah to be fucking yeah out here fighting ancient okay. sith holocrons and in an old like broken down uh what is it yavin there is, like, a, a a certain race of, like, a, a purge of, of these, these crazy-ass aliens. Yeah. Like I, I remember the the first Obi-Wan... Bothans? Yes. <laughs> um, Many the, Bothans died. The, <laughs> the first Obi-Wan book that I read, it was how he was, like, a punk kid, and then Qui-Gon mm-hmm. took him under his wing after yep. he, like, stood in a cave and fucking literally for hours batted and swayed away these alien fucking flying insect creature things. Yeah. I was like, yo, why aren't we doing that? Yeah. I know. Like that's some fucking lone wolf and cub shit, which yeah. is like, kind of like the whole like basis young Indiana of Jones
1: type shit for me. Yeah, Like if you have anyone that's seen that shout out, that's an yeah. old show, but
0: <laughs> young Indiana Jones. Yeah. No, I've, uh, I never, I mean, I've seen them all, but, uh, Indiana Jones was never like a thing for our family. No oh, one yeah? got like, because we 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 went to uh, Universal Studios all the time. Oh yeah! So we got to ride the ride. Mm-hmm. And we loved it, and like we watched the movies. But no one, like I never read a comic. Or a, a book yeah. or anything outside oh, man. Of, I of the show. man, I
1: gotta talk to you about some comics later. Yeah. so <laughs> okay, yeah, let's,
0: let's wrap this up just because of my computer. It's all oh, from yeah. my computer. And, you know, we wanna see, you know, keep people wanting a little more. <laughs> yeah. They they, they they wait for the next episode. Um, but, dude, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, this has no been fucking awesome, dude. Can't <laughs> wait to uh, go and check out some more of those tracks. Make sure you peep out the, uh, the new song Bleed. You can find me everywhere at th3guycast from Discord, YouTube anything type it up TikTok it whatever uh but if you want to find my music i have a new single out it's a self-titled song called Woo! guiv3r it is out on spotify youtube itunes anywhere you can find music Hell yeah. uh just find find my name guiv3r my name's guyver like always long live the guy we'll <laughs> see you guys later
1: later <laughs>